26 of Chaf Vav Av Tzadik His Conversations 536 Once, the Rebbe's followers were standing with him when a Gentile soldier from the troops stationed in our region came and knocked on the window and asked if there was a soldier inside. No, they replied, there's none here, and he went away. After about an hour, he came back and knocked on the window louder and again asked if there was a soldier inside. The Rebbe said to his followers, Just like your Yitzhahara, the evil inclination, when it first comes knocking, you turn your back and say none of its troops are here. You push it away, and it goes. But later, it comes back again and starts knocking once more. Even though you've already given it the brush off and said none of its troops are here, there's no room for the Yitzhahara and its forces here. This doesn't stop it from coming back again, time after time. Each time you have to drive it away, until eventually it goes away once and for all. You have to be very obstinate and fight it time and time again, even a hundred times and more. If you are very firm every time, in the end you will be able to drive it away completely. And you have saved us from many evil and faithful diseases. Shabbat morning, Nishmat prayer, should be said with special fervor, because God forbid, if it were not, that we were delivered from them. Dot, dot, dot. 537. On the subject of false leaders, the Rebbe said it is very hard for the evil one to busy himself with the entire world and lead everyone off the true path. Instead, he sets up one celebrity here, another somewhere else. Of one such leader, the Rebbe said that he had torn off the heads of, he led astray, meaning, a thousand people who would certainly not rise at the time of the revival of the dead. 538. Of his followers, the Rebbe said it was hard for them to put themselves forward and play the role of leader, because I've implanted in them a great deal of truth, Rabbi more Nachman's than enough. wisdom. His wisdom, 258. The Rebbe often told us to do many good deeds, from the way he said it, it was obvious that he meant that we should do such good deeds as gemilat chesed, acts of kindness, favors to others, and collecting charity. He told us, Epis mitzvisnit, you seem to do no good deeds at all. 259. The Rebbe once said, Thirst is a very great desire. He wanted to give us some idea of the longing and yearning that is the wondrous thirst for God. The thirstier you are, the greater your pleasure in drinking water. Your thirst is the source of your enjoyment. The same is true of your holy thirst for God. This is the delight of the world to come. It will be a time of desire and longing. This is the desire of all desires and the concept of the passing of Moses. Zohar 2, 88b. Lukite Moharan 1. Four, nine. It is written that for his final resting place, Abraham paid 400 shekels of silver. Genesis 23.16 The Holy Zohar 1.123b says that these are the 400 worlds of yearning that the righteous will inherit in the world to come. They are particularly worlds of yearning, for there one will be worthy of the true yearning and thirst for God. Quenching this thirst will be the main delight of the world to come. See Psalms 39.6 and 66.12. The book, Oaths. A. 3. Studying the tractate Shavuot 
is a segula for bringing rainfall. 4. Swearing falsely leads to immoral thoughts. 5. A person who is always taking oaths will be constantly bothered by evil thoughts. 6. Victory in battle cannot be achieved when an oath has been broken. 7. Whoever violates an oath clearly has no respect for God-fearing people. 8. Whereas a person must pay for having committed any of the sins mentioned in the Torah, punishment for violating an oath is exacted not only from him, but also from his family and the entire world, though he will be punished immediately. 9. Swearing falsely will destroy even those things that fire and water cannot. 10. The angel Gabriel has been put in charge of fire to destroy as well as to save. Lesson number 20. 1. When a person enters into the service of God, he must wait patiently before becoming well-known in the world. But, as a result of the controversy that exists in the world, he becomes famous before his time. This brings damage and loss upon this person who grows famous before his time. Or, alternatively, it may also cause damage to the pathway of divine service that he wished to reveal in the world. This, in turn, results in the death of his opponents. Other times, however, when the damage done is not so severe, this may bring poverty upon his opponents. This is the deeper meaning of the verse, Should men fight and collide? Exodus 21.22 See more in this lesson in the Kutay Moharan. Lesson number 21. 1. When a person develops original Torah ideas, he must study the codes before the new insight that he originates, and also afterward. Lesson number 22. 1. The world is greatly mistaken about what humility is. It requires great understanding to know how to be humble, and not every person can be humble in the proper way. Only Moses, our teacher, was able to be more humble than any other man. Numbers 12.3 And our sages of blessed memory called the improper kind of humility, flattery, Sota 41b. Lesson number 23. 1. When a person is happy, gloom and suffering move off to the side. A greater level than this, however, is to actually pursue gloom and to transform it into joy. It is just like when a person joins a celebration and then, due to the great joy and happiness, he actually turns all his worries, sadness, and gloom into joy. An intelligent person will easily understand how to find some expansion or favor within all his troubles, suffering, and worries, and through this he will be able to turn all his gloom into joy. This is the true perfection of joy. Stories, the thief. The husband went out to steal. His first victim was the wealthiest man in town. When he got there, he found the watchman sleeping and no one asked him a thing. He went to the store and found the lock open, since this was his destiny. When he went to the strong box, it was also unlocked. He took four or five rubles, just enough to support himself, and brought them to his wife. I did as you asked, he said. This should be enough to support us, but I don't want to have to steal again. I agree with you completely, she replied. I also don't want you ever to steal again. We only had to do it this time since things were so tight. But then, once again, an occasion arose when she screamed at him, Beggar! Hapless fool! You were in the store already! 
Why didn't you take enough to buy me a coat? The man had to go steal again. When he got there, he found another thief. Who are you? he asked. A thief, replied the other. Who are you? Also a thief, replied the poor man. Let's be partners in crime. This is my destiny, and I know that I will be successful. Letters, year one. Letter number 211. With thanks to God, Tuesday, Vayishlach, 5596. Greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. Peace and all good to him and his household. I received your letter from yesterday, just now, around noon, and I was delighted. While I am indeed pained by what you are going through, I nonetheless know that no person escapes it. For while no two people are alike, and it is impossible to make comparisons, everyone is equal in that each person must endure suffering very, very much, every day. If, as the Rebbe said, in the future each person will be told everything he went through every day, then apparently each person must go through a great deal every day. See Rabbi Nachman's stories. Look carefully at what our rabbis of blessed memory said on the verse, And he formed, Vayitzer, Barachot, 61a, Woe to me from my maker, Yotzri, and woe to me from my evil urge, Yitzri. It emerges that the essence of the evil urge is contained in the fact that a person is compelled to suffer this harassment and war every day, this woe to me from my maker and woe to me from my evil urge. And thus it happens with everybody, every day. But a person can encourage himself with this very fact, in that at least he still feels these two woes. There are people who do not even feel anymore, and whose hearts do not even grieve over all that happens to them. The Rebbe said explicitly that a person ought to feel encouraged, that at least he is feeling his pain, as is written in the Kutei Moharan 2, see lesson number 48, 1. Thank God you encouraged me with what you wrote about how you inspire yourself through the teachings and advice that you have heard from me. This is the way. This is exactly what you should be doing. Study them over and over. At the moment, there is nothing new to report. You will hear everything from Reb Nachman of Tulchin, who set out from here yesterday. I was surprised that you mentioned nothing in your letter about my son's hat that I gave to Reb Zev, who lives here. That was the whole purpose of my last letter, though as a result of it, I gained the few words of truth that I wrote there. But you did not even give me a response about it. You know that the possessions of a person who wants to come close to God, and my possessions in particular, are all extremely valuable and are very closely bound up with the service of God. I need not go on about this because you understand it for yourself. Besides, the past is gone. Just see to it now that the hat gets here quickly. I already spoke with the above-mentioned Reb Nachman about this, and I urged him on this matter. Also, be sure to send me immediately the second section of Choshen Mishpat. I need it very badly. So for God's sake, do not ignore Reb Nussin's my letters, Year 2, letter number 460, with thanks to God, Sunday, Chukat, 5604, Uman. Let happiness and joy take over. To my dear beloved son, the learned Reb Yitzchak, may his light shine. Along with all his children, may they live. In particular, to his son, the groom, my grandson, may he live. May he with whom joy abides bring them to joy with his kindness and me together with them. 
Let us be happy and rejoice in his salvation. Amen. I arrived here last Friday. While I was still in Teplik, God had me inclined toward the opinion of our comrades, my true friends, that I really must be at the wedding of your son, my grandson, may he live. I received your letter today, and the way I see it now, with God's help, I will indeed be at your celebration, where, with God's kindness, we will delight in our mutual love. Concerning the carriage for me, it is certainly impossible to wait until you come. Rather, I will either travel, God willing, on my own from here, or you will tell those in Teplik to send the carriage for me before you arrive there. I have already discussed this with Reb Mordechai, may his light shine, and you need not concern yourself with it at all. Under no circumstances, though, do I wish to attend the groom's festive meal the night before the wedding, and therefore I will most likely not arrive until Tuesday morning, God willing. But even if I should come on Monday, I do not want them to pressure me in the least to join them at the groom's meal. I just do not have the strength for it. God is our salvation and our hope that all will go smoothly with God's help. So, it appears that you defeated me, my dear son. Your desire and the desire of our comrades has compelled me to celebrate together with you by God's salvation. Rejoicing in God will be our fortress. May you only merit, my dear son and friend, to defeat the one who spoke and the world came into being. The Kutei Mohoran 1, 124, and Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 69 so that he will help you from now on to be as he wishes you to be at all times, to keep your mind from extraneous and unnecessary thoughts, and to bind your mind at all times to the world to come, to bring yourself to joy with all your might, and to fortify yourself to always hold your ground. All this should be along the pathways of our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of blessed memory, and the main way is through good desires and yearnings which you express in words from the depths of your heart. Thus you will fulfill Psalms 13.1 to the victor, a song of David, which our rabbis of blessed memory explained, sing to the one who is happy when he is defeated. Just fortify yourself determinedly to be happy with all your heart that we merited to be involved with holy awesome words and conversations such as these. Praise God, we have someone to lean on, on the great power of the Elder of Elders of Holiness. On this, we rely forever. The words of your Father, waiting for salvation, Nussan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with great love. Rabbi Yosita, Rabbi Yusta ben Yehuda, Rabbi Yusta Chavra, Rabbi Yusta bar Matun, Rabbi Yusta ben Rabbi Simon, Rabbi Yusta bar Shunem, Yusta Chayata, Yose ben Yoezer ish Tsereda, Yose ben Yochanan ish Yerushalayim, Rabbi Yose Hakohen, Rabbi Yose Haglili, Yose ben Choni, Rabbi Yose ben Kisma, Rabbi Yose ben Dormaskit, Rabbi Yose ben Hachotef Efrati, Rabbi Yose Stam ben Rabbi Chalafta, Rabbi Yose ben Meshulam, Rabbi Yose ben Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yose ben Rabbi Yehuda ish Kfar Habavli, Rabbi Yose ben Dulga, Rabbi Yosei ben Shalom, Rabbi Yosei ben Kippar, Rabbi Yosei ben Perida, Rabbi Yosei ben Parta, Rabbi Yosei ben Tadai Ishteveria, Rabbi Yosei de Pekin, Rabbi Yosei ben Yaakov Ishkfar Ono, Rabbi Yosei ben Yaakov, 
Rabbi Yosei de Kfar Hanan, Rabbi Yosei be Rabbi Elazar ben Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai, Rabbi Yosei be Rabbi Shimon ben Lakunya, Rabbi Yosei Haaroch, Rabbi Yosei ben Zimra, Rabbi Yosei ben Patros, Yosei me Onaa, Rabbi Yosei ben Pazi, Rabbi Yosei bar Yasin, Rabbi Yosei ben Shaul, Rabbi Yosei ben Nehora, Rabbi Yosei ben Katsarta, Rabbi Yosei ben Yosei, Rabbi Yosei bar Asyein, Rabbi Yosei bar Asi, Rabbi Yosei ben Eliakim, Rabbi Yosei mi Malchaya, Rabbi Yosei ben Yehoshua, Rabbi Yosei bar Hanina, there were two, Rabbi Yosei Gililaa, Rabbi Yosei Tzaydana, Rabbi Yosei demin Yukrat, Rabbi Yosei bar Avin, Rabbi Yosei ben Zavida, Rabbi Yosei bar Abibun, Rabbi Yosei bar Bevai, Rabbi Yosei ich ish hutzal, Rabbi Yosei bar Abba, Rabbi Yosei bar Avohu, Rabbi Yosei bar Zmina, Rabbi Yosei bar Ashyein, Rabbi Yosei ish tzaitur, Rabbi Yosei ben Akavia, Rabbi Yosei mi prayers two prayer number thirty eight on the Kutemo Haran two seventy seven. May it be your will, Hashem, my God and God of my fathers, that you will help me and save me in your vast compassion and mighty kindness so that I will entirely break my desire for eating. May I eat and drink in great holiness and purity at the proper time, in a carefully calibrated fashion, truly in accordance with your good will. May I always draw unto myself the holy fear that comes to a person, particularly when he eats. When I sit at the table for a meal, may I always experience great dread and fear of you. In consequence of that, Help me in your intense kindness to sweeten and nullify every type of hurt and suffering, and all judgments in the world that affect me, all of my family members, and all of the children of Israel, your nation. You know all of our toil and affliction, all of the types of hurt and suffering that every one of us experiences every day, and our intensely degraded state of awareness. It is hard for us to bear the pain and suffering that we experience every day. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. Help us wake up from now on and draw your supernal holiness onto ourselves. May we truly draw the fear of heaven onto ourselves, and may your fear be upon our faces so that we will not sin. In particular, at mealtimes, help us and save us so that we will eat in great holiness and purity until we will always draw into ourselves the holy fear that comes to a person at the time of eating. As a result, may we nullify and sweeten every type of suffering and pain, and all of the judgments in the world that affect us and your entire nation, the house of Israel. As a result, help us rise from the animalistic to the human level, the level of true holiness, which is associated with the unique human quality of speech. May we attain holy speech always. Help us rise at every moment from level to level until we are subsumed into the level of supernal man and God's presence speaks from our throats. Nothing is impossible. Master of the world, I have asked for something difficult, but in the context of your great compassion and graciousness, nothing is remote. In truth, I know that taking into account my lowly inadequacy I do not have the right to speak about and request even the most insignificant thing. There is nothing in the world of a holy nature that is not totally and completely beyond me, 
to an extent that is beyond description. But we have already heard from afar of your kindness, your humility, and your vast immeasurable compassion and kindness, a little of which I have seen with my own eyes. Therefore I hope, and I open my mouth to ask and request of you that I may reach even the greatest of levels, because nothing is impossible for you. Nothing is beyond you. You can do everything. No purpose can be withheld from you. You created your world only for this, to show your goodness, your compassion, and your kindness to all who desire and yearn to receive them. And the more distant and guilty I am, please reveal more to me, in particular, your great goodness, kindness, and graciousness, which constitute the essence of your greatness and for whose sake, for whose sake you created all worlds. The fact that you grant kindness and goodness to true tzaddikim who truly serve you all of the days of their life with true self-sacrifice, who attain what they attain with their good deeds, does not constitute a revelation of the awesome wonders of your goodness and kindness. But the ways of your goodness, kindness, compassion, and graciousness, which are awesome, wondrous, and elevated beyond all comprehension, beyond measure, limit, or number, are revealed in regard to a person like me. When you draw someone as distant, blemished, and guilty as myself close to you, then because of me the righteous will crown you, because you will recompense me. Help me, you who help the poor. Save me, master of salvations. Do not forsake me and do not abandon me, God of my salvation. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer.